Hello. Thank you so much for listening to Gourmet Garbage. Before we get to the episode, I've got a huge favour to ask you. If you love what we're doing and you think we deserve it, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. It's super helpful for us and it's nice to know that you like what we're doing. Thanks so much for listening and here's Gourmet Garbage. I'm Josh. And I'm Ellie. And today on Gourmet Garbage, we're pairing the food Asian-inspired sriracha beef burgers with the show Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Gourmet Garbage. So, episode three, we're going to be doing Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which I'm way too excited about. But something I really want us to do is... Uh, all the Real Housewives have like a little tagline at the beginning of every episode. I think we should have our own ones. Okay. Life in Beverly Hills is a game and I make the rules. I'm not the richest girl in Beverly Hills, but I am the luckiest. So what would yours be? Um, I'm from New Zealand. <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> a little more creative than that. I have a little bit of back hair, but it adds to my charm. <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of, I might be clammy, but that means the bullshit just slides right off me. Oh, my God. Did you just think of that? Yep. Oh, my God. And yours? Fuck, I genuinely, when I was thinking, this will be a good opener. I can't think of one for me. Hang on, let me just think. How's how's the view down there? No. Because <laughs> I'm tall. I'm tall. I'm 5'9". Um, wait, no. I think of a better one. Um, no, I'll think of one later and we All can right. edit All it right. in. <laughs> we'll marinate on it. I loved yours. <laughs> was that? I may be clammy. But, but that means the bullshit just slides, slides. right off me. <laughs> You're just so drippy and wet and cold. That's me. <laughs> uh, woo! Episode three. Um, so I have an apology to start this episode, though. Okay. I um I got something wrong last week. It's only been three episodes and already our research is suffering. What did you do? Well, I said that Spuntino, the restaurant that we got that recipe from for the Tuscan bread salad, was a restaurant in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not. It's a New York-inspired restaurant in London. And that's what happens when you don't read the foreword in a recipe book. So the lesson this week is always read the bullshit at the front of the recipe book. I think you just stumped and cancelled. <sighs> So it's just you this week. It's just me. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that someone doesn't do their research. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, though. Yeah. I'm really excited to watch this. I've watched how many episodes? One or two? We Well, I tried. The first season is kind of rough to get into. Yeah. It was the first Real Housewives series I got into. So I thought, okay, well, this is one I can kind of push Josh into. And then (laughs) when we do an episode on it, we'll be kind of relatively into it. But I think we got like three or four in. Yeah, I did enjoy it. But I I feel like there's so much more for me to sink my teeth into. It is a mammoth show, (laughs) as is Real Housewives of New York. Spoiler alert, that's going to be coming on later down the line. But Mm -hmm. this series on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is so big and so much drama that I genuinely adored. I think this actually, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills got me through a breakup. Really? Yeah. All right. Not because it's comforting. It's just because you look at it and you think, thank God I am not these women. I think that's how these kind of shows get you through crap is because you're dealing with your own crap and then you're like, well, at least it's not that crap. Yeah. (laughs) Beautiful. Well, it's so, it is so, so entertaining 
again, just like Selling Sunset, the whole LA lifestyle is incredible. I do love some of these women. Like I love a lot of them as characters. They're really fun. I love, I think some of them just seem genuinely cool. And some of them are just horrendous as always in reality shows, but there's so much to look at. We're going to just be looking at one episode, but because it's just such a big show, we are going to be doing a two-parter. Yep. So (laughs) next week we'll be back for the later seasons of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. Today, or tonight, shall I say, Mm -hmm. we're going to be doing an earlier season. Okay. How early? Well, not, I think, I'll have to double check. I'm pretty sure this is a season two one. Right. I have it queued up on now TV. <laughs> but um yeah. ready to go. Yeah, it's season two. Okay. Yeah, I think this is actually the first big explosive drama in the show. Ooh, okay. Um it's just really exciting. <laughs> it's really exciting. I love watching fights. <laughs> <laughs> I love fights that don't involve me. Well, they did in the few season one episodes we watched, it did seem to perhaps lack that explosive drama. So, yeah, well, so there's, that, was there a sl- sort of a slow build? Yeah, there's a slow build. It's it's so funny. So unlike Real Housewives of New York, which is just so catty straight off the bat and they'll flip over the smallest things, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I feel like it's more calculated okay. because in some ways, I think in the LA lifestyle and social circles, more is at stake and they are so protective over their reputation in a whole new way. Mm which is why the drama is so much more shocking and they're protecting it with all of their PR teams, everything that they've got. But then they've exposed themselves to Bravo and it's just like, what's your end game? What, it, it's, yeah, no, I'm genuinely excited to show you this one. It's Ooh. fun. It's so good. And we're eating, I had no, you said we're going to be doing a beef burger. I said, that's great. And we're going to probably have to pair it because there's a lot of beef in this episode, <laughs> right? Who loves a pun? Me. Right. But yeah, what the hell? Asian inspired. So this is a little something that I sort of came up with over lockdown. Um, when I had some quarter pound Angus beef patties in the freezer, I had some sriracha in the fridge. I had a little bit of leftover coleslaw that I got from the deli. And then what you said to me was, we want something for tonight that is a bit like you could have on on a game night or a social mm. night kind of thing. And I think this is a, it's a little bit impressive, but it's still finger food. Yeah. So essentially, yeah, it is a burger. But there's no lettuce, there's no tomatoes, there's no burger sauce. There's a whole lot of different flavors, like I say, Asian-inspired. And on the side, because we're going to America, uh, (laughs) how do you feel about a couple of homemade hash browns? Are you serious? I'm serious. Oh, my God. That big bag of waxy potatoes I got? I didn't see. We're grating those up. Oh, my God, I thought that was for something else. We're having (laughs) hash browns. I love hash browns. They're so cozy. And coleslaw. Well, the coleslaw is in the burger. There's part of the sort of, you get, well, we'll talk more in the kitchen, but it's sort of a really creamy deli style coleslaw with some Asian flavors. It's a little Japanese kind of thing. Okay. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Sorry. I have a whole relationship with coleslaw I'll talk about in the kitchen with you. Well, you could, you could have a little more coleslaw on the slide, on the slide, (laughs) on the the side. I doubt we're using a whole punnet of coleslaw in the, um, in in the burger. Well, I'm genuinely excited. I I don't know much about this episode other than drama. I'm excited. I know you love drama. like you said, drama. you did mention this is the game night episode, yeah. which people who've watched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills will know all about. I will probably save this for our recap 
All but right. All right. Because, don't, don't, don't tell me too yeah, much. Yeah, I don't want to go into anything now. Like for now, we've kind of got the, pre- the Real Housewives show. I guess the premise is just it follows these social circles in different cities. This one's L.A. You know, it's all over the States. There's, you know. It's all over the world now. Yeah, actually all but over the world. Um, there's, you it's know. the kind of social circles that most of us just never see behind the curtain of. Which, no. I, which is what I find the most fascinating. Yeah, this one's the most compelling, I think, right. in some ways. But I don't know. I I have more Real Housewives to watch. I've heard Atlanta's amazing. I want to so watch I, that. Actually. Really? Yeah, yeah I want to watch that. Orange County, I need to try harder to get into. Um, that was the first one, wasn't it? Yeah, Orange County was the first one. Also, Melbourne's meant to be so good. Yeah, but like Melbourne, Atlanta is definitely next on my list. So mm-hmm. maybe it won't be in this season of our show, but probably next. Probably. But yeah. So should we go to the kitchen? Let's go grate some goddamn potatoes. (laughs) So after last week's salad, we're back to a normal kind of playing ground. I've got the fry pan out, so it's not salad. (laughs) Yeah. So we're doing the Asian-inspired sriracha burgers with hash browns on the side. So the first thing we want to make is the hash browns. And for that ingredient, super simple. Three large waxy potatoes. Don't do anything with them except for wash them. 50 grams of butter melted and four tablespoons of vegetable oil, as well as salt and pepper. Pretty easy. Amazing. The first thing we're going to do is get our oven onto low because as soon as these hash browns are cooked, we want to get them in there, crisp them up, and keep them warm while we're cooking the burger. So, about 80, 90 degrees Celsius and just get it warming up. I'm on the pink gin right now. I think I'd like to go back to the rose. How good is that rose? Yeah, well, we decided to go with a rose because it's Beverly Hills. Yeah. And uh, one of the characters in it, Lisa Vanderpump, has her own rose. It's probably the easiest to drink rose I've ever had as well. Yeah. What was it called again? Suit dip. Ah, the bottle's in the other room. Oh, so far away. We'll rescue it while the hash browns are cooking. Yeah, we'll find it. It's so delicious. So, we need to boil some water. get the stove going sort of a medium-high heat with a large saucepan and put our water in that large saucepan. And that's the sound of an induction hob heating up quickly. Into our boiling water, let's put our three waxy potatoes. So three big potatoes for two people? Three big waxy potatoes, because you know what? We're probably not going to eat all the hash brown. There's some for breakfast. Okay. Lid on. And uh, about 10 minutes, just boil those. So take a break, check out what rosé you're drinking. Should I go get it? Yeah. I'm back, I'm back with the rosé. <gasps> so it what's is, it called? It is Sud de France Cuvée. Sud de France. South of France, I believe is what that means. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So the potatoes have been going for about 10 minutes. That's enough. We need to stop. That's how long it took me to get the rosé. <laughs> I've got a huge flask. It's nothing to do with editing. <laughs> no, 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 no. So let's get those potatoes off the stove. We'll turn the heat off. Get ourselves a sieve and strain the potatoes. Strain? Drain. Drain or strain? I think they both work. Strain is reusing liquid, I think. Drain is getting rid of water. Interesting. All right. I'm learning. Like <laughs> so am I, because I think I just made that up. <laughs> 
So once we've drained all strained, we agreed that was drained, right? Yeah. Drain the potatoes. Mm -hmm. We're going to grate them, keeping them whole, which means your hands are going to get quite hot, so you're going to need some kitchen roll. What about the skin? We keep the skin on. Okay. Because that adds a bit of texture to the hash brown. Some of the skin will refuse to go through the grater. Throw that skin away. So, just take a grater and grate your potato. Podcast, no podcast. I'm really fucking happy that I know how to make hash browns right now because they are kind of the best thing. Just Have you made them before? No, I've never made them. Not like this. I mean, I've kind of had like leftover mashed potato, but yeah, this is with proper like a bit like spinach and eggs or something. Proper American style potato butter salt pepper hash brown. Wow. Which is uh... I've had the healthy version, <laughs> but this is the real version. God, the potatoes are so hot. This makes me want to be in a diner so much. So as we're grating the potatoes, dump the potato you're grating into a large bowl because once we're done this, we're going to be mixing it with some butter. So we've grated three potatoes. And it looks like kind of melty cheese grated. So next, once we've got the potato grated, we want to add a good helping of black pepper and a good helping of sea salt. Or rock salt, whatever salt you have available really, it doesn't matter with this. Himalayan pink salt. These the most expensive hash browns in the world. Mm-hmm. And you remember that 50 grams of melted butter we had before? Mm. You wanna pour about half of that into the bowl with the potatoes and the salt and pepper. And here comes your favorite part of cooking. Just, why can't you use a spoon? Because you don't massage ingredients with a spoon. So we're gonna massage the butter and the um, salt, pepper and potato together. It doesn't take too long and your hands are going to get a little burny. <laughs> we should have waited for them to cool. When your hands start to sting, put them under cold water a little bit. Listen, if you're going to do this yourself, just wait till... Let the, the potatoes yeah, cool. Yeah, let the potatoes cool before you grate them. For the next part, we bring the fry pan to the stove. Get that stove again on a sort of medium-high heat. My stove goes up to 10, I like to turn it on to 8. And into the pan we put that remaining half of the butter, although not quite all of it, we want to retain just a little bit for the burgers. Mm. And then those four tablespoons of vegetable oil. Butter and vegetable oil mixed together. In the pan. Okay. So we're going for a shallow fry. The butter adds flavor to the hash browns. The vegetable oil bulks out a bit, so you're not using too much butter. Interesting. I think that's the first time I've seen oil and butter in the pan together to cook something. Is that how the short chefs do it? Short orders? No, just the short ones. <laughs> the chef's under four foot. Is it short order? Short order. Chefs? Yeah, I think that's what you're looking for. <laughs> well, a short order chef in a diner usually uses just butter, but um, on a fry pan that can actually be particularly dangerous because butter has a very low smoke point and you don't want to cause a fire in your kitchen. This is hysterical. I can't think of a single part of this meal that would be eaten by the ladies of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which makes me so much happier in a way that we're eating it. It's a game night meal. Yeah. And once that starts to sizzle, you can start grabbing handfuls of potato and forming them into patty-like shapes and just dumping them in the pan. Kind of flat or? So you can sort of put them in, it's hard because it's quite sticky, it's hard to form it into a patty, but you can put it into sort of a bowl and flatten it down with a spatula. Oh, they're so cute. And you'll start to get that delicious smell of salty fried potato very quickly. <laughs> I'm great. Fuck, I thought you'd burnt yourself with the oil. No, 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 no. Be careful. I'd, I'd, um, I got a little exuberant. 
So once we've sort of got that smell, that slightly burny, grilled smell on both sides, get them in the oven on that 90 degrees, keep them warm. And the important thing about the oven is that it will dry out a lot of that butter and oil that we've used, so they're not going to be quite so greasy. So sloppy. So while we've got those in the oven for a few minutes, tell me more about what we're watching tonight. Yeah, so it's early-ish episode of Real Housewives of Beverly right. Hills, so it's season two. And I think early Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was the best kind of seasons. Yeah. This is the, like, big, dramatic... Well, there, there's been some kind of dramatic episodes before this one, but this one's my favorite so for the, the early first, season. The first sort of big explosive episode, would you say? I think so. There was one, which I don't know if we're going to get around to watching, that was, I think, the end of season one, where one of the sisters, Kyle, reveals in a limo that her sister, Kim, is an alcoholic. She has a big outburst and she's like, you know, you're sick and you're an alcoholic. Oh my God. And then everyone's like, oh shit. That was the first huge kind of explosive episode. That was the end of the first season. That, I'm pretty sure that was the end of the first season. Okay. I might be wrong, but ever since then, there's tension between the sisters. And then right. this is the episode where the sisters unite and kind of go after another girl in the most brutal way. And it's it's a lot. How many episodes into the second season are we in the, with this one? Okay, so this is episode six. So there's been some time for things to brew. Yeah. Right. Like I said, it's uh, this show is a slow build with their drama. They don't just go in each mm. other every episode because things are more at stake. Kind of like that though. Yeah. You can you can you can feel things coming. <laughs> And that's how you end up with it being 3 a.m. and you haven't turned off Now TV. I know. This one's really, really <laughs> good, though. I think you're going to love it. I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> so should we cook the burger? Yes. This is a pretty high-paced part of the cooking, but let's go over the ingredients first. Mm -hmm. We've got two quarter-pound Angus beef patties. Now, little little secret from someone who's cooked a few burgers in their time, buy the frozen beef patties. Mm, blasphemy. Not the cheapest frozen beef patties. These are the deluxe frozen beef patties, but genuinely you get a better result in terms of a burger when it's frozen. You get a more even result. What's the science behind that? I have no idea. <laughs> so I started cooking burgers when I was 15 and I worked at McDonald's for two weeks and we used frozen patties there. So maybe it's oh, just me. Oh shit, I forgot that you're yeah. a McDonald's alum. Yeah. So many questions. Oh, I, I'll do you nine cheeseburgers in 42 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely think that when it's a fresh beef, you often end up with too crispy an exterior and too dry an interior. Mm. Somehow, the burgers are always better when I cook them when they're frozen. So I would recommend either getting frozen patties or if you have fresh patties, freeze them before you get them in the pan. Other than that, we've obviously got two buns. We went for cheap sesame seed buns mm -hmm. because delicious. Classic American. Slightly sweet white bread. Mm -hmm. A few sesame seeds on top. The coleslaw. Ugh. I've got the New York deli style creamy coleslaw. So this is special because I love coleslaw so much because I grew up going to my nana's mm. in Connecticut and all they do in Connecticut is eat coleslaw. Really? It's <laughs> <laughs> just... Is that, is that the steak dish? They just sit around, bitch, and eat coleslaw. Oh, I want to go to Connecticut. Yeah, I'll take you. But yeah, no, we um, we go to a, like a lobster roll place and they have a oh. big old side of coleslaw yeah. and it's the most nostalgic thing for me. So I'm really excited about this. And it makes me think of America. So yay. And then we've got probably the toughest ingredient for me to describe or recommend to people. This is a Clubhouse La Grille Asia-inspired barbecue seasoning. It's only available in Canada. <laughs> 
My recommendation would be go to your local grocery store, find a, an Asian inspired, Asian style or hoisin based, you know those sort of meat rubs they do at supermarkets? You can find something like that. Mm. You don't need much of it, but this just helps those patties. And to our Canadian listeners, mazel. Get your ass down to Loblaws and get Clubhouse Lug Real Asian inspired barbecue. Barbecue à l'asiatique. <laughs> and finally, of course, sriracha, which we're not putting on until we finish the burger, but you need a very good sriracha. But the one we're using is Thai taste sriracha, so it's not as tangy as the... Oh, what's the other one that everyone uses? The... There's, there's rooster and there's duck. Yeah, I'm thinking the rooster one is yeah. kind of the sriracha everyone uses. This one, the one that we're using, the Thai taste this one is a teeny bit sweeter. Yeah. It's Less spicy. salty as well. Yeah, it's more gentle. It doesn't overwhelm like the rooster sriracha does. Not that the rooster sriracha isn't amazing. This one's perfect for a burger. So find the sriracha you like. A sweeter sriracha does work better for this. And we start off with the fry pan. We did the hash browns in before. There's still a, there's still a little butter, a little oil on that, so we don't need to oil the pan. We're going to bring it up again, my favorite phrase, a medium-high heat. So once we've got the pan nice and hot, I'm gonna stick those two beef patties in there. But an important point, we're gonna stick them in, very quickly sprinkle some of our uh, Asian inspired barbecue seasoning onto one side, flip them quickly and sprinkle the seasoning on the other side. Okay. Let's try that. So a little sprinkle on one side and then we flip those patties. The idea behind this is you want the seasoning on both sides of the meat while it's still relatively raw. Could you kind of rub them down beforehand or you prefer to do it in the pan? It's difficult to rub down a frozen patty. So getting it in the pan takes that edge off. So we're leaving this in the pan for about a minute, a minute and a half, and then we're flipping. And right now what we're gonna do is take our uh, buns from before. And you remember that little bit of butter, melted butter that we saved earlier? I do. If you have a brush, use a brush, but I don't, so use a finger. You just want a little bit of butter on those buns. The inside of the buns. Gets the buns a little salty, stops them from drying out too much in the oven. And that's kind of what we want. So once you've buttered those buns, into the oven where your hash browns are sitting pretty to get them just a little toasted. And at this point you can sort of turn that temperature up a bit, 100, 120 degrees. Can we use this time to talk about your upstairs neighbor? Oh yeah, Richard Corner. <laughs> Richard Corner, can we have a theme for it? <laughs> just a fucking body being dragged across. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really think that's what happened today. Um, oh my God. So you heard something today? Yeah, he was literally dragging something upstairs, but tell them about the vacuum story. <laughs> right, so last <laughs> Thursday, I'd been working here at home all day and I was about to get on a train to come and see you. And I thought, I'll hoover the place that's nice and tidy when we come back to record the episode this week. Started doing the hoover, was vacuuming my rug, and then all of a sudden I hear footsteps upstairs. And then this, oh! And then he starts hoovering. <laughs> You're As inspiring in just, him. Or either inspired or just reminded him that he needs to clean his floors. So when he, when he hears your toilet flush, he's like, oh. I should flush my toilet. He's <laughs> just like, I should use the bathroom. One day I'm gonna bump into him outside. I'm really nervous. In the hallway? Yeah. So I've only ever bumped into him in the hallway once, and it was just before Christmas last year, and he was waiting in the hallway for me. <gasps> and the reason he was waiting for me was to point out the seven post-it notes he'd put through the common areas of the building. And it's not a large common area. He put up post-it notes to tell people that over Christmas he was working till after midnight, so don't be scared if you hear someone in the hallway after midnight. Oh my god, he sounds great. 
which is both very courteous and so creepy all at once. Don't be afraid. <laughs> I love when a neighbor tells me not to be afraid. So like I say, after about a minute to a minute and a half, you might start seeing a bit of blood come through the top of those patties. You might not, but it's about this time you want to flip anyway if you've got a nice medium, medium-high heat. What I must say is it's important to have a very hot pan when you're doing burgers because you do want to cook it through. So after about a minute, minute and a half on the other side, they're going to start smelling really bloody good. So we'll get those two patties onto a plate. We're going to stick them in the oven, keep them a little warm. Oh, they're going in the oven? Just keep them a little warm while we're preparing the bun. Okay. Again, we've got the oven on a low temperature. The oven, you know, it's the unsung hero of the meal, really. So just in there, like I say, to keep them warm. And now we get to start preparing the rest of the burger. So, two dinner plates. And we can rescue our buns out of the oven. Nice and toasty. Mm -hmm. We want to take a tablespoon, dessert spoon, whatever large spoon you have in your house, and put a good dollop of your coleslaw on the bottom bun. That actually smells like the brioche rolls you get for lobster rolls. Now let's get our beef on the plate, out of the oven. Oh, what a fucking idiot. And a patty on top of the... Is that a first gourmet garbage injury? It might be. I just burnt my hand. And a patty on top of the coleslaw. Mm -hmm. And then we get our sriracha and squirt it into the top half of the bun. And that's literally it. It's a very simple burger. Put the top bun on top of the patty. You've got sriracha, beef, and coleslaw in there. And then we can go back into the oven. We can rescue our hash browns. How are they looking to you? Amazing. Buttery, potatoey, couple of hash browns on each plate. You're gonna have a lot of coleslaw left at this point and I know you want some. <laughs> so a scoop of a bit more coleslaw onto the plate and then we've got dinner. That's your Asian inspired sriracha burger with a fresh hash brown side. And the most exciting episode. I'm really, really excited. Oh, I'm super hungry. I'm super keen to yeah, see this. It's queued up next door. Let's do it. Okay, we are one hour away from the episode being released and I've finally thought of my tagline. Here it is. I may seem like I have it all, but I'm on furlough and I live with my parents. full of both burger and emotions. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm sorry. It's the best insults. <laughs> what an evening. Yeah. What an evening. Well, firstly, with the food, what a burger. Oof, yeah. I can tell your McDonald's days have really paid off. <laughs> the two weeks I spent at McDonald's. <laughs> what happened? Why was it only two weeks? I got bored oh, you didn't, <laughs> and I didn't go you back didn't to my see shift. A full career. I just didn't go back to work. I was 15, so no, I, I no had a, drive. I had a very <laughs> no yeah, passion. Very short attention span. No passion for beef at that point, but now But now it's come back with vengeance. Oh, that yeah. was such a good burger. Oh my god. And what a show. <laughs> I can't 
can't even. Oh I don't even God. want to. I'm sorry. It was great food, but we need to go right into I, this episode. There's, there's a lot of uh, debriefing we need to do after that. Yeah. I think you were a little shocked because I, I said that like the, the drama was a little bit more varied than other sort of housewives shows. It's not as chaotic all the time, but they went so into it with just their cutthroat bitchiness oh, it's... and I loved seeing your face. <laughs> How was my face? Was I just shocked? For... <laughs> yeah, shocked and delighted. It was amazing. Was. It was so good. Okay, well, should we just kind of go through the episode? Yeah. So again, for people who know Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, this was the game night episode. Yeah. So episode six. And because the argument continued, we just kind of carried on into episode seven. We just, did. just to watch the beginning and the end of the whole argument. Well, I think it got to the credits of uh, episode six and it started rolling to up next and we sort of looked at each other and yeah. Yeah, we're doing this. <laughs> well, this episode started with the housewives kind of all catching up and having mm. a little bit of a bitch session yeah. about Brandy Glanville, who isn't at the moment one of the housewives. She becomes one later on. Right. So Brandy is the ex-wife of Eddie Sibarin? Sibarian? 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 I don't know how to pronounce that either. Sibarian, <laughs> I think. He cheated on her with Leanne Rimes. Ooh. Yeah. So Ooh. she described um, Leanne Rimes as a cunt tree singer which i thought was amazing <laughs> one of my favorite things ever so she's just the opposite of all these girls she's really crass and keeps her yeah. real which i fucking love it's hilarious but they can't stand her because she used the word cock at a kid's <laughs> party i don't know like all this talk and it just turns into you know the c-o-c-k word <laughs> i haven't really kid party right you're like um, yeah i hadn't seen that side of her how dare she <laughs> which is Great. Yeah. And they're like, for this, this is the, like, while they're bitching about her, like, she used the word C O C K, <laughs> which I don't agree with. It's, <laughs> it's so good. And yeah. Also, they're pissed off that her kid, while they were at this kid's party, the kid just took off his pants and started peeing on the grass. And she didn't do anything to discipline him. She was just kind of like, oh no, and laughed. <laughs> and the women were like, oh. <laughs> like so upset. He has his cock out. It's <laughs> C-O-C-K. Oh my God. Brandy, fetch your child. <laughs> but it was the unnecessary amounts of bitchiness. Yeah. Also, there's little bits of catching up about Kim, mm. who is Kyle's sister. Kim is the housewife that has clearly a drinking problem and no one yeah. is straight up acknowledging it. Yeah. And so Paul kind of got annoyed. He said, and it sounds to me like... Um, she might be wasted. I don't know. You mean just from her voice on the phone? Maybe she's tired. She's because Paul heard her too. Uh, I don't know. So there's that going on throughout the episode. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I just kept thinking throughout the episode was having seen, what did we think, three or four episodes of the first season and now coming into season two, she looks like she's had a few more wines. She has the saddest face. Yeah. She has the face of a child actress whose dreams have been stomped out in front of her and she's just battling on, which I think is, gen that's not even, that's what happened, yeah. I think. Yeah. She's so beautiful, but has the saddest face. Yeah. I hope she's doing well right now. Yeah. <laughs> All the best, Kim. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Um, but yeah, so those are the kind of the two main parts that were going on through this episode. Yeah. And it all comes to a crux kind of at the midsection as it goes into game night. Yeah. Game night at Dana's. Oh, okay. Can we can, can we talk a little bit about Dana? Absolutely. So should I describe who Dana is? Who the fuck is Dana was what I kept <laughs> thinking throughout these two episodes. So Dana's a friend of another one of the housewives, Taylor. Dana's a clinger on um, yeah. wannabe housewife. Sorry, that sounds harsh, but I don't know how else it's, to well, describe it. Dana is an incredible event planner. She has a lot of history in planning parties for things like the Grammys and um, just big events around town. She seems sweet enough, but she is so desperate to be in the group with these <laughs> girls that it's it's just really hard to watch. And she... <laughs> I mean, I started to lose it with Dana uh, when she was telling everyone that came in the house that she was wearing Valentino. And I mean, like, everyone. <laughs> I want to actually... I want. Thank you, they're Valentino. Very cute. And this too. And the thing is, I was thinking in my head, and I don't like to be too judgmental a person, but genuinely I thought, kind of looks like you're wearing Target. No, but you misunderstood that whole thing because Kyle herself is wearing Target. So she was, was just... Was Kyle actually wearing Target? Yeah, that's why she said Target. Valentino. I was about to say Target. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Well, Jesus. No, that wasn't like a bitchy thing of her being like, looks like Target. She was genuinely... Okay, so I'm the dick because the- I thought Dana... <laughs> I thought Dana looked like she was wearing Target. <laughs> All right, she's, good to know. She's the big old dick I'm in the, the situation. Asshole here. Well, yeah, Dana's greeting all these women that she wants to be in this group with as they go to hers at game night. And then, like, the most enormous, unfurnished, empty house. I noted down in my notes we were watching, in all caps bold, there's only chairs. <laughs> Where is the furniture? We walk in, there's hardly any furniture. You look around, you go, okay. What's going on here? For a party planner, I just expected a table to sit at and chairs. There's just chairs <laughs> and not even comfortable looking chairs, like dining chairs scattered about yeah. the place with no tables. And she's waiting for the ladies to arrive and she's doing the classic, like, oh, I'm so excited. Oh, I just want to do this. Like, doesn't know what to say. Like, woo, 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 woo. Let's go, girls. Yeah. And then all the girls are just like, what are we doing here? I'm just waiting for everybody. Then we can move into the other room. It's brilliant. Um... <laughs> And then, if I thought I'd lost it with Valentino before, Valentino. I can barely walk in these Fendies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can barely walk in these Fendies, so, you know. <laughs> just, <laughs> just so silent. No comment needed to it's that. So it was good. just. I love it. My God. She's just. <laughs> completely shameless i love it so the girls are all there Mm -hmm. brandy arrives it's awkward kyle makes no effort to kind of be friendly to her because she's already decided she doesn't like this girl she's new she's kind of an intruder and her kid whipped his dick out and peed on the grass so that's just unacceptable in her book so she's not going to welcome her (laughs) so they're going to sit on opposite side of the room other girls are going to fill in and they're all waiting for kim to arrive kim is kyle's alcoholic sister yeah so kim arrives and she is wasted yeah straight off yeah yeah she (laughs) staggers into the house kyle's like okay let's go fix your makeup um i'm gonna use the ladies room really quick oh yeah let me fix it just hold on i know i can't see i'm gonna stop saying when my sister walked in she seemed extremely tired and a little disheveled as her sister it was my job to 
spruce her up a bit. They go into the bathroom. She tries to fix her makeup. She's trying to get her spruced up and presentable. And it's just, yeah, she's clearly just completely, completely gone. Yeah, she looked so lost as she entered the house. Yeah, and I mean, throughout the episode, there's been sort of moments where all the housewives have said like, yeah, something's a little off. Something's a little off. And now they're just like completely just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But Brandy is making no effort to hide that she's just like, yeah, this woman who I've just met is clearly wasted and why is no one talking about it? It was very obvious that something was going on. And it was very weird because the whole room was pretending like it wasn't happening. I know what I know. So no one is acknowledging Kim's behavior. They start game night. Dana, who is letting Kim call her Pam... Pam. Reason, Kim. She looks like a Pam. Yeah, Kim walks in. She's like Pam, and Dana's like, "Oh, you can call me Pam if you want to." Like sucking up so hard. Pam, Dana. I'm Dana, but you can call me Pam. Okay. You look like a Pam. And you're Dana. Pam. Dana. Pam. Dana. Pam. Dana. Whatever. Call me whatever you want. You're a sweetheart. I get your back. Everyone's gonna be really confused that my name's Dana, not Pam. No, no. I'm sorry. It was just a joke. No, listen. I love you. It's okay. And then, like, Brandy, like, jokingly calls her Pam as well. And she's like, it's Dana. (laughs) so fucking harsh. (laughs) So fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. But she does look like a Pam. I mean, I can see where Kim was coming from. She is full Dana. (laughs) She's full Dana. (laughs) Yeah, so they start game night. Dana's really sucking up to Kim and Kyle because... She knows they're the ones that are kind of like the top dogs of the group. Yeah. And Kim is just chaotic drunk, being really rude about Brandy because... Flailing all over the very little furniture there is, (laughs) basically. Yeah, really rude and dismissive to Brandy because she's on the same team and she's like, I don't like new people. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want her on my team. (laughs) Do you not see that I'm right here? Brandy's like not taking it well, just being really pissy. And throughout all this, Kim repeatedly is going to the bathroom. Which, by the way, has the worst wallpaper I've ever seen. Yeah. That wallpaper in that bathroom. Dirty just... dirty protest wallpaper. <laughs> it looked like the wallpaper of the hospital I was born in. <laughs> Genuinely. Is that a bad that thing? awful peach 90s. <laughs> ugh, yeah, yeah so. it, it's just funny because, as we said before, the amount of wealth in this show and then the lack of taste is marvelous to watch. Not so to my- be too mean. I'm, I'm, I don't want to be I don't want to be the mean bitchy podcaster, but it is. Kind I'll of- be that. So much money, no taste. 100 <laughs> percent. I will throw my name behind that. <laughs> Yeah, so they're playing they're playing their games. Kim is being mean. Kyle's kind of feeding off of it because there's this weird dynamic. Kyle really wants to be friends with her sister. Mm. She wants to support her. She wants to hide her alcoholism, I think, to some extent. Yeah. She wants to be protecting her. And she wants to be on her team. She just doesn't want to fight with her sister. So she's feeding off Kim's kind of bullying behavior. Yeah. None of the other girls are helping Brandy. I mean, a lot of this felt like high school dynamics, to be it fair. Did. It felt like Brandy was the new girl. Everyone's sort of picking and or ignoring her. She She's not taking it very well. Kim and Kyle are the two girls at the back of the class who are just causing all the ruckus. Yeah. Like, it was, there was a lot of high school dynamics here. Yeah. So it really kicks off when Brandy is playing celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And she uh, has uh, Winston Churchill. He was a very famous black man who wasn't Martin Luther King. Sammy um, Davis Jr. <laughs> Michael Jackson. Wait, on Sunday you go. 
go to oh, church. Yeah, so that's his last name, part of it. First name, he's a cigarette smoker. <laughs> All right, I'm skipping it. <laughs> so good. It's so, so good. So Kyle and Kim feed off that. They're like, wow, okay. You know, Kim does eight more trips to the bathroom. Yeah. Obviously, I think she has, oh, I don't know. Do you think, like, do you think she is drinking when she's going to the bathroom? Like, I don't want to assume, but they what? keep talking about, like. How big a handbag did she have? She brought full cosmetic bags. You could see them. The camera yeah, co- cut to them at one moment. You could fit bottles and or a three liter bladder of wine in there. Oh, God, poor girl. She yeah. can't even get through a game night. It's really rough. Yeah. Like, we're not laughing at her problem. No. It's just how this evening came together was so chaotic yeah so brandy's getting angrier and angrier because the girls are being bitchy finally after kim hides brandy's crutches because brandy's on crutches kim's to kyle like she hates us so kyle's like all right next game we're gonna do an iq test you're up next or something like that to brandy so that's when it all kicks off yeah you guys okay iq test up next you first perfect bring it bitch Wow, Brandy does not know what she's getting herself into. I wouldn't go there, girl. Well, that went down like a cup of cold sick. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, how dare you? And like, you know, we've been nothing but nice to you or some stuff like that. Brandy's like, no, you've been in the bathroom so many times. You have no idea what's going on. And they're like, what's that about? And then it basically culminates in Brandy saying, you've spent all night in the bathroom doing crystal meth, bitch. <laughs> no one insults my children. You're gonna f- you insulted my oh. sister. You can f*** She was being a bitch. Hello. She's not a bitch. All right. All right. At least I don't do crystal meth in the bathroom all night long. Bitch. Instant silence. Dead. Shock looks everywhere. And then the girls, the sisters stand up, pointing their fingers like, you know what? No, shut up. Shut up. Like screaming. They're screaming at each other. It's absolute mayhem. And I think Kim calls Brandy a slut pig. Yeah. <laughs> You're a slut pig. I mean, that's a lot. But it's the way she said it was perfect. And then we were very split. I was very much on Brandy's side. You were on no one's side. Uh, no, I thought they were all behaving appallingly. They were, but Brandy was being fucking bullied. And I don't love that. I don't like how she went about it. But as another hothead, I can see myself <laughs> possibly lashing out. Maybe not to that extent, but I wouldn't take that. I think I, I was on no one's side, but at the same time could kind of understand where they were all coming from. Yeah. There's, no, it was There's rough. sensitivities on, on the side of Kim. They've all tried to sort of, everyone sort of understands her situation and have tried to be very nice about it in a protective kind of way. Brandy's come in. She's been treated like shit, but at the same time, she's noticed what's going on with Kim. She's got no filter. She just goes for it. Like I say, I can kind of understand all of them, and I think they all handled it astonishingly poorly. Yeah. No, I do agree. I just, I felt, I felt bad for Brandy. Yeah. She went in there and she had no chance (sighs) on her little crutches. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this fight was really the main part of the episode. Mm. A few other things happened. Lisa Vanderpump, who is the extremely condescending rich British woman uh, who owns a bunch of restaurants, her daughter got engaged. 
Yeah. There was a really funny bit where they're having dinner and they <laughs> announce that, you know, the daughter got engaged and they're all like, oh, marvelous. And Lisa does a speech and then her husband, Ken. Congratulations. That's great. Yeah. She, yeah. Well, her husband, <laughs> her husband, Ken, who is like knockoff Rod Stewart. Oh, yeah. He stands up and Ken, Lisa's like, no. I'm going to just say. Um, no. I'm just going to say cheers. No, no, come on. Too mushy. But he wants to say something. Let him speak. I've got nothing to say. Thank you. You spoiled my speech. And, and I'll never say another thing. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> like, he just... He just has to sit back down and he can he's just so whipped. I've yeah, he is the definition of whipped. Yeah. The husbands in this show are so funny. Yeah. Kyle's husband is like this show's version of Romain from Zoe Set. He's just very pretty. He always enters a room going, Honey, I'm home. I did note down, and I'm not entirely sure at what point I wrote this or why I wrote it, but I just said, Holy Christ, Mauricio is so cool. <laughs> I think there's a lot of sarcasm there. <laughs> I mean, I quite like their dynamic. It's just he's he's just like a super cheesy dad husband. But yeah, Ken is Ken is really just the he is just silent through like all seasons and consistently holding one of their dogs. (laughs) He's always holding a little dog. (laughs) But yeah, that was kind of the main parts of that episode. It was really about the fight and about that drama. And if you love a slow burn kind of dramatic build up. If you haven't seen this show, you really got to watch it. Yeah. It was the first, you know, Bravo Housewives show I got into and I love it. Yeah. I still love it. There is, so Brandy does reappear because she leaves for a bit after she becomes a housewife. And right now where the show is at currently, there is massive drama (sighs) concerning her and Denise Richards, Charlie Sheen's ex-wife. Yeah, yeah. Which we'll probably revisit next week. All right. Because right. we're not going for next week's Real Housewives. We're not going to be going into the super recent seasons. Yeah. We're going to be going to another dramatic, famous episode. Yeah. But we can sort of talk about the later seasons because all this now is really early. Early, yeah. I think, 2010 or maybe around there. Well, they're all, they all had Blackberries, which kind yeah. of dated it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that mid-2000s fashion yeah. that's just the oh. worst jewelry. <laughs> so. So in summary, mm. Pam, <laughs> I <sighs> you're a slut pig, a slut pig. I think I've come out of these two episodes thinking that, I mean, my main conclusion is still who the fuck is Dana? <laughs> <laughs> she does just disappear. She, they all just, just mysteriously <laughs> disappear. But yeah, she's, uh, there's nothing else to say about her. She just really wants to be. A part it's, of yeah, it's, it was, I actually, I did feel a little sorry for her at times because that, there, yeah, there seemed to be a lot of desperation. So yeah, but she was mean. She was she mean was. to Brandy. And I don't like the name calling in any of this. Like it's, no. it's petty and it's childish, but I really felt for her. I felt, I, I know I've said this already. I've got to wrap it up, but seriously, I felt really <laughs> bad for Brandy. Yeah. I was on her side in that situation. I Maybe also, not screaming that you're a crystal meth addict. <laughs> and then the girls are like, what crystal meth? Crystal, crystal methadone? What, what, what is a crystal meth? Uh, cr- mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like, okay, we get it. You're so naive and yeah. good. Um, but yeah, okay, so Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. How would you rate the episode? Shocking. <laughs> out of 10? Shocking out of 10. Um, I would give it... 
That's a good 8.75. 8.75. So for the moment, Below Deck's still in the lead. Below Deck is in the lead. I think at the moment I've still got Below Deck in the lead because I think the drama in this is just so much more that unlike Below Deck, this is something I have to say, right, I'm blocking out an hour. I'm going to watch it. I can't just have this on in the background. I can't have this on late at night when I'm in bed with my laptop. This is some serious watching. Yeah, you have to concentrate. Yeah. You really well, do. Yeah, Below Deck, you could just put on yeah. any episode in any order, and there's always some kind of fun drama going on. This is a slow build, but you have to kind of get their <laughs> yeah. whole shtick. Yeah. It's oh, it's a lot. Now tell me about the burger. Burger, I rate, oh, I think the same, an 8.5, yeah. maybe a 9. 8.75? Yeah, uh, 8.76. Ooh, all right, we're getting very... Mm, Very specific. I love hash browns. I love coleslaw. It was great. It was a good for like pairing it with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I did feel slightly rotund eating it while watching the show. Yeah. But you know what are you gonna do? It's quarantine. And it's comfort TV, comfort food. Yeah. That's what we're here for. Agreed. Well, that was that was definitely I think my favorite one to watch with you so far. All right. And I'm happy that we're continuing it in part two next week. I'm yeah. excited. I think you're going to love next week right. probably more because new housewives, new drama, and in a new country. I was going to say we're going a little foreign with the food as well. So Yeah, because they're, it's, it's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but they're on holiday. And everyone who watches the Real Housewives shows knows it's best when they go on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> they're so badly behaved. Oh, I can't wait. That was so much drama. I'm so excited. I'm going to struggle to sleep and I'm probably going to watch a few more episodes after you've gone to sleep. I'm sorry. Overreaction. It's going to be great. So we're just going to keep watching in our own time. I'll yeah. just I'll just try and get you all the way <laughs> through to the later seasons yeah. and give you the highlights so that, like that you're not too lost and confused when we get to the next week's episode. So on that note, follow us on Gourmet Garbage Podcast on Instagram so you can check out our recipes and updates and pictures of Josh just gushing sweat while he cooks in the kitchen mm-hmm. and me just doing the occasional narcissistic selfie because what else is there to do follow us on twitter at gg the podcast if you just want to see a bunch of gifts that i think are hilarious throughout the week and then our email is hello at gourmetgarbagethepodcast.com and if you go to gourmetgarbagethepodcast.com the recipes are there and links to everywhere you can listen to us by the way we're on uh, google podcasts and apple podcasts now yeah huge news we're trying so hard to get there also uh we do really want you guys to just email in with recommendations recommendations of shows that we need to watch because we have a good schedule but we need some ideas for season two because we want it to be a little longer than the first season we have so much to get through but there's a lot of british shows i don't yeah. know much about josh i'm sure there's you know kiwi shows we just want to we want to go to every area yeah. of trash tv good yeah. and bad oh yeah um and recipes too if you've got like some comfort food you want us to cook then please let us know and if you think it'll pair well with something we'd love to know as well yeah or even because we did say this at the beginning if you've got a good story that we can read out we would love to hear some pandemic dating stories oh yeah or pandemic tv show stories pandemic stuff cooking stories yeah those are three areas we cover yeah those, those are the we, only areas our we overexposed cover. relationship <laughs> tv shows and food yeah so please contribute be a part of this this is everything we've based our relationship around <laughs> I'd like to think there's some substance. I hope so. (laughs) 
<laughs> my mom likes him. <laughs> and I follow your mom on Instagram now. Yeah, oh my God, what a moment. But she still doesn't follow me back, though. I'm waiting for that. No, she's a mom. She doesn't check her Instagram. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but if anyone else wants to follow me, I'm at J-W-O-O-O-T. And I'm Eleanor underscore follows which is my last name i'm not telling you to follow me it's follows like you're following someone yeah but that's what i was born with (laughs) (laughs) you had no choice in the matter i had no choice and other than that we will see you guys or you will hear us next wednesday thanks so much for listening bye Bye. gourmet garbage